Welcome back to the Baby Got Bot podcast. My name is Kelly Noble Mirabella, and I am your hostess with the mostest. Oh man, two podcast episodes in one week. I am on fire. Usually these are kind of sporadic, so you'll make sure to subscribe, right? So that you get all the greatest and latest in messenger marketing stuff, I guess. With all the changes that just went into effect on Messenger in regards to the broadcast API, a lot of people were thrown off. In fact, many people said that they were surprised and didn't even know it was coming. So I thought I would share with you some other things that are going to be changing this month. This is August 2019. And these things may or may not impact you and how you do messenger marketing. This way, you can get prepared and get ahead of these things. And you can't say no one told you it was coming. So all the following items that I'm going to be covering today, all these features, they will be going away as of August 15th, 2019. So let's get started with the first one we're going to talk about, which is location quick replies. Basically, a location quick reply is an option where we as bot builders can ask an end user to click on a location button and it will immediately give us their current location. This is kind of a handy tool. So I personally am kind of sad to see it go, but you know, it will no longer be able to be there. It's going to be gone. Uh, what can we do? What does this mean? Well, location quick replies allow a user to give their current location, as I mentioned before, with a tap of a quick reply button. But on August 15th, as I mentioned, this is going away. But what can you do? Well, you can still ask the user to give their location using the user input and using the location feature, but they're going to have to physically type in the address to either where they are or their home address or whatever you're trying to get. So mind you, you will likely see a drop off at this point. Many people might not want to go through the trouble of typing out their address. And so they might not complete the user input. Now, the inconvenience to the end user makes it harder for you to get their info. And that we can all pretty much agree on. But if you make it worth their while, then they're more likely to complete the action. So you have to ask yourself, why are they giving you their address in the first place? What do they get out of the deal? Are they getting specific instructions on how to get somewhere and they've prompted you, hey, I want to know how to get there. And then you say, great, I'll show you, give me your address. Or is it, you know, I'm buying something and I need your shipping address. So those are all valid reasons. But if you're just asking for the, the sake of asking, well, they're probably not as likely to give you their, their address. So that might not work out for you if that's the case. So what you might consider doing here, though, is you might set up what I like to call a checkpoint in your flow to check if users have, in fact, completed your user inputs. I actually have a YouTube video over at youtube.com forward slash Stellar 24-7. I had to think about that for a second. YouTube.com forward slash Stellar 24-7 that actually shows you exactly how to add a checkpoint into your flow that will check to see if someone has completed a task. I will go ahead and link them in the show notes. You can find the show notes on my blog at Stellar247.com. Check out the blog over there and I'll put them up there as well. So that is your location button. That's going away. Next up is the share button. You might have heard rumblings about this one because it's probably one of the more commonly used 
tools. So this one is, you know, frustrating to say the least because share buttons make it super easy for the end user to share. Currently, you can add a share button on a card and the end user simply clicks that button and they can forward the message or the card to another contact. Well, deep breaths, friends, it's, it's going to be okay because this is actually not fully going away. While the convenience of the share button on a card is going away, the forwarding capabilities are not. In fact, they're still there. There's another way of doing it. So as it is, there is a native share slash forward feature in Messenger. So when a page sends out a message, users can click on the arrow icon that shows up on the right of the message box. And it doesn't even have to be a card to do this. And then that message can be forwarded to a contact. Now I have a little graphic to show you exactly what I'm talking about over in the show notes. So check those out. So essentially, Facebook is just working on making Messenger lighter and faster by taking these kind of duplications out of the UI, out of the user experience. Um, going forward, just go ahead and add like a little call to action or text saying, hey, if you want to forward this to a friend, click on that arrow button. Uh, sometimes you might see like a little square. I think it depends on the, the platform you're on. I'm an Android user, so we see an arrow button, but you might see a little square with an arrow above it. But basically, it's the icon to the right. And you just, you know, play around with testing call to actions for that. All right, next up is messenger codes. Now, we got caught, we caught wind of this back in like F8, but we've known about this one for a little while. And yeah, but you know, the workaround for this is actually really easy. Messenger scan codes are going away, but we can still create a fix that's that's pretty easy. So the fix is to create a ref URL connected to a QR code. Now I do have a video to show you how to do this. I'll link that as well in the show notes as well as in the description today. So why is this for the best? Well, I think this is for the best, obviously. Uh, but why? You might be asking, well, I think scan codes are great. Why would you Why would you think this is the best? Well, for one, most end users that are outside of our industry, outside of messenger marketing, didn't even know that this thing existed. And when they saw it, they were like, I don't know what that is. They just, it, it was complicated for the end user. For us in the messenger marketing world, we love them because they're super easy for us as the builders, but not necessarily for the end user. But you know, QR codes, they've been around for a really long time. People know what they are as soon as they see them, they know how to use them. So add to this the fact that the newer models of smartphones have built in QR code readers. Now, Apple has had this for a little while. I just got the latest Samsung S10 and I have it on my S, I think I had an S9 before that had the built in. So I think S9 and newer for sure has the, um, the built in QR code scanners. So it just makes it super dead easy to scan QR codes. And I think in the future, as more and more people adopt newer phones, then scan codes are kind of a relic, you know, I'm in terms of Facebook Messenger scan codes, they're going to become a relic. So let's get ahead of the game, the game and cut them out. Because QR codes, people understand what they look like, they're becoming way easy, easier to adapt. And, and the thing is, is, you know, I've been around digital marketing for 12 years, I've been around since the dawn of the QR code when they first came out. And back in the day, it was a lot harder and complicated to use a scan code, you'd have to download a special app, and then hope that that app works. And it wasn't super consistent. 
but they're used internationally. They're recognized. And now that all these smartphones have made it native, then it's kind of a no brainer for Facebook to take away the messenger scan codes. Add to that, that if, you know, people are not in a newer phone, all you have to do is tell them to go search QR code scanner in Facebook and Facebook has a native QR code scanner. So anyone who has the messenger app or anyone who has the Facebook app on their phone, and if they're using messenger, they would, then they can easily find it and scan it, even if they don't have a newer phone. So there you go. Next up is vertical list. All your vertical lists are going away. Okay, kind of. <laughs> the design feature of your list being vertical will be changed to horizontal. This is actually a good thing from the end user perspective, if you think about it, because a vertical list pushes the message down and or up, I guess, if you're thinking about how a message shows up in your in your phone. And it allows the user to see the full message when you've switched it to a horizontal, because if it's vertical and it's pushing the message, then you don't see what's at the top because it's been moved out of the screen. So that's been kind of a, a headache for a lot of bot builders and designers, as well as end users who don't always see all of the list or all the messages. So now that we're moving to a horizontal list, it's super easy. We just have to make sure that we make it clear to the end user that they have to, you know, scale or scan or whatever, roll, scroll, I guess is the word, with either their finger or their clicker, um, and just kind of train end users to make sure they do that. So all your current lists that are in place that are vertical, they're not going to be deleted or anything. They're just going to be switched over to a horizontal format. So you might just go through and just, you know, make sure everything is really crystal clear and looks good. All right. Finally, let's talk about the last one that we're going to talk about in this podcast, which is nested menus. The menus, as you see them today, prior to August 15th, are three main top level buttons, followed by up to five sub-level buttons, but this is gonna be no longer. Future menus will be a single layer menu, also known as a flat menu. So what can you do? Well, this is actually kind of a cool change if you know how to work it. Simply have your top level items in the flat menu, then connect those button items to different flows that can have sub-menu items so that you can really keep your, your main you know, top menu items really condensed and precise and clean and easy to navigate. And then you can kind of go to other submenus via flows. So the reason this is a good change is because it opens up the limits. You're actually going from like three to five menu items to like 27. I don't know if I would put 27 flat menu items in. That's a lot of scrolling, but it is nice to have, you know, and especially if you're utilizing flows, like I'm telling you to. So just keep in mind, though, that most end users are still learning the whole scroll left to right to see items inside messenger things. So I suggest that you put some kind of call to action or text to help them. Or as I mentioned before, keep it really simple and make sure that your top le level items are kept to a minimum and then you can link out to other flows. Now, there are a couple of other minor changes to the platform that um, will be going away on August 15th, but they're really not very popular features or they're features that only developers use, in which case I've decided to skip them here on the show to, for the sake of time. But I will leave a link to the official developers uh, documentation that talks about everything that's going away in the show notes. So feel free to check those out later today. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. If you want more up-to-date information about Messenger marketing, be sure to not only subscribe to this channel, but check out my Facebook page, which is actually where most of the action takes place in my world. And that is at 
baby got bot. All you have to do is search baby got bot on Facebook. You'll find it super easy or just go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash baby got bot. Now, if you're listening to this podcast on iTunes and you enjoy the content I've put out so far, first of all, thanks you rock for even listening. And second of all, please give me a five-star review if you've enjoyed it and let me know what you think. So thanks so much and have a rocking day.